Thanks for tuning in to After Dark with Robin Andrew, which is available on America Out Loud's iHeartRadio channel, along with streaming on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please be sure to search for America Out Loud. In addition to that, we are available on AmericaOutloud.news, which has thousands of podcasts and articles updated daily. We always appreciate it when you share on social media tons of podcasts and articles be sure to check it out and like i said uh, we always appreciate it when you share on social media we face the same social media censorship that so many of you do so it helps us out a great deal certainly got a lot to talk about tonight as we've all heard by now the republicans uh, led by kevin mccarthy have launched the beginning stages of an impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. And a lot of us are saying, what took so long? But here we are. We've finally gotten here. Uh, Republicans will have the power to subpoena and get to the bottom of this Hunter Biden mess, which they really should have started years ago. But uh, nonetheless, better late than never. Uh, They've still got plenty of time to get the job done with this i mean joe biden has lied 16 times about speaking with hunter biden's business associates we know that so we know that he is not someone that has any credibility as rob mentioned last night this guy is a pathological liar after he lost his wife and daughter in a car wreck he went around saying that the guy driving the truck that hit him drank his lunch Not only was the guy sober, but he did everything he could to administer first aid at the scene and was haunted by the accident for the rest of his life. And according to those familiar with the 50-year-old crash, Biden's wife was at fault. So Joe Biden's lied about that. He lied about just the other day on 9-11, the tragic anniversary of 9-11, said that He visited the site the day after. We know that was a lie. In Maui, he compared his little kitchen fire compared to them losing everything in those Maui fires. He's lied about his education. He's lied saying that his son Bo died in Iraq when in fact he died of a brain tumor. Joe Biden is a pathological liar and the media has never held him accountable for it. And I'm looking forward to his day here where he will finally, hopefully, be held accountable and his lies will catch up to him. How are you doing tonight, Rob? Andrew, I'm doing great, especially hearing that the Republicans are finally deciding to grow some kahunas and put the metal to the pedal by opening up an impeachment inquiry of Joseph Robinette Biden. Now, to be clear, this is not an impeachment. What this inquiry does is that it gives Republicans or Congress the ability to subpoena individuals that they think are involved with the Biden crime family. Do not doubt that this thing could fall completely on its head with House Republicans refusing to move forward. James Comer and Jim Jordan have laid down the blueprint. They've laid down the steps that need to be taken. 
they have given us and provided us with enough information that we know beyond a shadow of a doubt or reasonable doubt that Joe Biden is compromised. That Joe Biden and his family have been running a criminal enterprise. Now, of course, the left-wing media will have us to believe and will say, and rightfully so, that you guys are going after Hunter Biden. This has nothing. Joe Biden has nothing to do with this. You're right in both instances. We don't want to go after Hunter Biden because we know that Hunter Biden is a loser, is a deviant, is a criminal. We also know that Joe Biden is a criminal. But the American people need to know. If the person who claimed he won the election in 2020, who claimed that he got more votes than Barack Obama, who claimed that he's done more, his party has claimed this, his staff, he's done more to protect our borders and to seal our borders, the same Joe Biden who's supposed to have more energy than God, and if not God, definitely the people on his staff, Joe Biden who's about to turn 81 years old, the American people need to know if this man is, in fact, a criminal. And I would submit to you from what you have said, Andrew, and from some of the things that we've discussed on this show, that he is, in fact, a criminal and should be removed from office without prejudice. Remove him. Now, I know that there are some that are saying, but if we do that, that might empower the Democrats. And, okay, you guys need to get your talking points together. Because the American people need to know that by keeping him in office, the fact that he's in office has jeopardized our standing on the world stage. Vladimir Putin just came out, was giving an interview, and said that the persecution, not the prosecution, but the persecution of Donald John Trump is evident that the United States isn't the powerhouse that they claim to be. Now, I'm paraphrasing what he said, and that us going over telling other countries how they should be governed is a hypocrisy because you have a, a party in power who's trying to get rid of his political opponent. Aiding embedded by the liberal media They have done a fantastic job, as well as the social media. And as I said before, when I say media, I'm including them also. Because they have many Americans thinking and believing that Donald Trump is actually the enemy of the people. He's the one who has committed all these crimes. And when I hear people talk about it, they talk about it so passionately. that No, this is Donald Trump. He's a bad man. He's bad. He's done this. What did he do? He's racist. What did he say? He said about the illegal aliens and they were coming here. Well, look around you. We have people that are here in America that should not be in America. They have broken our laws. According to our laws, you're not supposed to come here. Just come across the border. We have been invaded. But the media have convinced the American population that we don't need borders. This isn't our country because the white man stole it from the Indians. And all they have to do is to say the white man what the white man did. And then all bets are off. People will immediately run to, oh, that's right. What are they trying to do to set up borders? Meanwhile, other countries have borders. Meanwhile, if you were to try to go to other countries, they would kick you out. But the media have indoctrinated the American public so. 
that they can't see the light of day. They don't know good from evil. And just make it more biblical, the Bible speaks of that. That people would rather believe a lie than the truth. That's another blueprint that we need to look at. We had Cynthia Garrett on our show. And she spoke about the blueprint for living our daily life. But if you were to look at the Bible, and you would see that everything that was prophesied in the Bible, we're living today. And let's say you don't want to believe the Bible. You can go to any religion. And you will see that it has prophesied or speaks about the day that we're in now, the times that we're in now. And it's just accelerated with COVID and the shutdown. Because the Democrats, who might think might be the Antichrist, were able to push their wicked agenda through Joe Biden. Joe Biden needs to be impeached. Again, what we're hearing right now is simply an impeachment inquiry to subpoena individuals that have firsthand knowledge of this criminal enterprise. And I don't want them to start out with the low-hanging fruit that they always talk about. Oh, low-hanging fruit. No, I want to stop at the top of the food chain. Subpoena Joe Biden. Subpoena Jill Biden, the wife. Subpoena the brother. Start with the family members. Don't go outside. We've already heard the testimony of Hunter Biden business partners, Tony Bobolinsky. And then there was another gentleman. We've already heard their testimony. We've already heard what they had to say in different news reports, interviews. David De Devin Archer was the other guy. We already know what they have to say. I now want Jill Biden. I want the daughter. I want the son and the daughter-in-law. I want them all to come forth. I want the brother, Jill's, Joe's brother, and I want his sister. We need to put them up under oath and say, what did you know and when did you know it? Or when did you know it? And at the same time, I want them to subpoena the attorneys, subpoena uh, Biden's attorneys. Hunter Biden's attorneys, that is, because they were in on it. Remember, one of his attorneys stepped aside, said he could no longer represent Hunter. And you know what else I want to happen? I want us to look at the Department of Justice, and I want us to look behind the scene, peel back the onion of all the lawyers that are now working in the White House, subpoena them, put them under oath, and say, what did you know? And I also want to include Tony Blinken. Maybe he is the first person, because this is when you cut through the chase and you're getting to the meat of things. This is when you're saying, we're not playing, we're serious. I don't want to hear the Republicans say, oh, we can't do this because we're setting precedent. They've already set precedent. The Department of Justice is already going after attorneys. The attorney-client privilege, they're saying, throw it off the window. We need to bring this back. And the only way we could do it, Andrew, is to start at the top of the food chain. Now, I would say subpoena Joe Biden, but he has dementia. The man is out to lunch. We saw his performance when he went to the G Summit. He was completely lost, dazed, wandering around. Look at when he gave the presidential that uh, medal award to the uh, army vet. He gave it to him and then wandered off stage. I mean, literally just wandered off looking around as if though he didn't know where he was. And they said, oh, well, he was gone. He didn't want to give this guy COVID. No, Joe was lost. Joe was confused. Even for that, he should be impeached or invoke the 25th Amendment. He should be impeached because he has forsaken our borders. He has allowed the country to be invaded by illegals. 
Now, I know some of you don't like the word illegal aliens, so I'll say illegal immigrants, but I'm not going to just say immigrants because they did mi migrate here. They came here illegally. Someone needs to be held accountable. So if you start at the top of the food chain, people will know we're serious about this. You will be forcing the media to cover it. No, they can spin it 12 ways to Sunday. They can spin it, oh, well, no, don't look at this. But you will have the person under oath. They will have to testify. I don't want any of this. Well, we're going to go behind the scenes and behind closed doors because, you know, Andrew, Christopher Ray, he is an expert. He is an actor. Give that dude an Oscar yeah. because he loves going before the heel. And when they start asking him the tough questions, he will immediately, well, we can't discuss this openly. We have to go behind closed doors. And before... They can get out from behind the closed doors. What he said or what his minions have said is already leaked to the fake news media so that they can spin it. So I would tell him, no, sir, we're not doing this. What was done in the dark will now be seen in the light. We want you to testify. The American people need to hear this. Well, we don't want to offend people who we think might get caught in the crossfire. Oh, we'll tell that to Fannie Willis. When she released the names of the possible individuals that they were going, they were looking to indict. She didn't care anything about it. So why should we care now? You guys have blown up the system. Don't try to put the genie back in the bottle now to protect your own butt. No, let's open this up. Yeah, we got to open it all up because we know that Hunter Biden is not the only criminal in this family. In fact, James Biden, otherwise known as Jimmy Biden, was all over this Biden laptop talking about the business dealings, particularly with the Chinese. Uh, he said that him and Hunter were cut from the same cloth. So another Biden family member uh, hyping up Hunter Biden and his business dealings. And uh, let's just be honest here. This Biden is a crime family. It's not just Joe. It's not just Hunter. Uh, they're all connected in this and they've all been taking money off of Joe's position in government and we're seeing why Jill does not want him to step down because she knows once Joe Biden is out of the picture, everything's going to crumble and we're going to get to the bottom of this corrupt crime family. And they don't want us to get to the bottom of it. That's the interesting thing. I saw this guy, Dan Goldman, who was one of the impeachment attorneys mm. during the first uh impeachment and he put on rather a it wasn't even a great performance I, I mean the guy I, I wasn't impressed by him at all but he was able to go there and sway well no I take that back he didn't even sway the other congressman because he didn't have to, because their minds were already made up. They already knew how they were going to vote, and that was to impeach Donald Trump. So they had their cadre of people walking, marching before the hill, saying this and saying that and everything. But they had already decided which direction they were going to go. It was a foregone conclusion, just like with the indictments of Trump in these different courts. It's a foregone conclusion that they're all going to say guilty. We talked about Judge Tanya Chetkin last night. She knows how this is going to go. She's already out there poisoning any potential jurors that he's guilty. Even the judge here in New York, they're all saying he's guilty. They already know how it's going to go. But they want you to think, oh, we're being fair. 
and we're not being biased, but we know that they are. But see, Republicans, what they have done, as I said, laid down a roadmap, a blueprint to say, this is what we have. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to look at this and realize that, wow, there's a lot of credible information here. We just need to get the tapes now. Get the tapes with Joe Biden on the tapes. If we have the tapes. Now, of course, I say that. And if we were to produce the tapes, the first thing the Democrats would say, oh, we need to have the forensics. We don't know if that was Joe Biden's voice. They might have changed it up. And it, even if he were to say this is Joe Biden, oh, we can't believe that. I think what the Republicans are doing, James Comer and Jim Jordan, they have such a tight case, created such a fine blueprint, roadmap, the march to impeachment, to impeach Joseph Robinette Biden. And if we had serious senators in the Senate, they would vote to impeach and remove. But you already have Mitch McConnell saying, I'm not going to do that. Maybe he should freeze up some more. I hate to say it, but maybe he should freeze up a little bit more so they can just freeze him on out of that position. And we could give it to what was the guy's name, the former governor of Florida, Rick Scott. We could put him there. We don't need John Thune because we know he's feckless. We need real Republicans because, Andrew, this is a different ballgame. And Republicans better wake up or they're going to lose the election again. And you can't blame Trump for it. You got to blame those rhinos that are there because they're sitting there at each other's throat, afraid to take a move, as opposed to saying, hey, what do we have to lose? Let's stick together and let's just steamroll right our own agenda. But they will sit there waiting and waiting, and then we'll lose the momentum. We have it right now. With this impeachment inquiry, you need to go out and talk about it. You need to put it out there. And Chris Christie, for the love of mankind, shut up your potty hole. That's what I'll say to him, Andrew. Yeah, very well said, Rob. If you guys are looking for better sleep, focus, and energy, check out Healthy Cell, the leading innovator of nutritional supplements for cell health. Healthy cell vitamins work at the cellular level to boost immune health, sleep better, focus deeper, and stay younger longer. You can absorb a healthier lifestyle with Healthy Cell's pill-free vitamins. You can go to HealthyCell.com, check out the great products, and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. So you can go to HealthyCell.com or AmericaOutloud.shop and save with the promo code OUTLOUD. We'll be back with more After Dark with Robin Andrews. In 2008, people could spend an average of 12 seconds on a task without becoming distracted. Five years later, it was only eight seconds. The digital age is narrowing our attention span. Trouble concentrating or recalling information is frustrating, embarrassing, and kills productivity. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created Focus and Recall to boost your brain power. And unlike other supplements that don't work, Focus and Recall is not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients to help you immediately sharpen focus, concentrate longer, and strengthen recall. These physician-formulated gels come in a small gel pack. Tear off the top, shoot it down. Thousands of five-star reviews proves it works. Supercharge your brain and see the difference. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD.
World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. We're back here on After Dark with Rob and Andrew, and we're just continuing to talk about the impeachment inquiry that Republicans have opened up into Hunter Biden. And uh, there's a lot of evidence that's going to pour out, as we've seen uh, over the years with Hunter's laptop, uh, particularly some of these text messages Hunter has sent, like to uh, the Chinese Communist Party official Henry Zhao on July 30th, two thousand. 17 hunter said i'm sitting here with my father and we would like to understand why the commitment made has not been fulfilled tell the director that i would like to resolve this now before it gets out of hand and now means tonight and see if i get a call or text from anyone involved in this other than you zhang or the chairman i will make certain that between the man sitting next to me and every person he knows and my ability to forever hold a grudge that you will regret not following my direction. I'm sitting here waiting for the call with my father. This was from Hunter Biden. Uh, Daily Mail published it just the other day. Uh, this sounds like a mafia don or something and this threat from Hunter Biden. Yet you had Joe here saying that, oh, I don't know anything about Hunter's business dealings. But uh, you've got text messages like this. Uh, either Hunter was lying, which I don't think he was, or uh, Joe is crooked. Because on the same day, there's photo evidence of Hunter Biden at Joe Biden's Delaware place uh, driving around in his Corvette. Andrew, it's all over there. The evidence is just unbelievable. Unlike what you had with Trump and the two impeachment hearings. And we also got to remember that with Trump, they didn't have an impeachment inquiry whereby you subpoena individuals to get information. They skipped the impeachment inquiry and went immediately to the impeachment. And that's what Nancy Pelosi wanted. That's how she rolled. And of course, she put the usual DEI, division equity, tokens, black women at the forefront so that it can be seen as if though the black women are taking down the white man. You see how they use black people? And I don't even think black people realize it. We see it happening all over. Look at what Gavin Newsom said the other day, that if Dianne Feinstein were to step down right now, or if she was unable to serve, if she were to die, that he would replace her with the black woman. And that the black woman couldn't be someone who's running for the office. Now, of course, this upset, I think it was Karen Bass or someone uh, who's running, planning on running for that seat. But of course, Nancy Pelosi wants Adam Schiff. So that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out, that we have a black woman running for it, but Nancy Pelosi wants a white man. And Gavin Newsom has said that if 
Fine saying can't fulfill her constitutional duties or her state duties. I'm going to put a black woman there. What black woman yeah. is he going to find to put in that position? He's going to go back and find Kamala Harris? Yeah, Democrat favorite Katie Porter wants that position as well. Yeah. So it's oh, a highly, another person. It's a highly contested position just waiting for uh, Feinstein to step down. But in Democrats' case, uh, she'll probably croak because we saw what happened with Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They just worked that woman until the day she died. That poor woman got no rest in street until she met her grave. That was the only rest she got. And that was probably the same thing with Joe Biden. Look at how they're exploiting him. I go back to him in Vietnam and uh, what was it, Hanoi? And how he was having a press conference and then out of the nowhere just started rambling and people were like, what is he saying? And then he goes, I don't know about you, but I'm getting ready to go to sleep. And KGB, Karine Jean-Pierre, who just broke up with her lover, Susan Malvoa, who was an uh, anchor or commentator on fake news CNN, they just broke up. Two lesbian couples just broke up. I knew that it wasn't going to last. I mean, they were together for a decade. I guess Suzanne probably said, girlfriend, you are just as dumb as they come. You got this job through diversity and equity, and you haven't helped it out us, our cause, out at all. But that's a story for a different day. I just want to drop that in there. But you got Biden over there. I mean, say he wants to go to sleep, and then you got KGP saying, oh, press conference is over. Let's get him out. The vitamin B that we gave him is wearing off. He's going crazy now. He's going nutty. Another reason why they should impeach this guy. But the average American, they're looking at this, and they're saying, well, he's a lesser of two evils. I'd rather have him than Donald Trump. And when you point out to them, but look at his policies. Well, yeah, we like his policies, but he's mean. I wish he would be more presidential. I can, Andrew, the times I have heard people say that, I wish he would be more presidential. Presidential according to what? What is, this, what is the barrier that you're looking at? What is the, uh, I guess, how are you measuring that? Who are you going to use and say, this is the standard? You're going to use Barack Obama? You're going to use Bill Clinton? You're going to use the two Bushes? If you use any of the Democrats, I mean, the Republicans, you guys never liked them. But now, all at once, you like them. And you know what, Andrew? I was just reading the other day that when Barack Obama, let me think if I got this right. When he was a kid, his stepdad knew the first Bush and that they were business partners of sorts. And that there is a picture with the first Bush that the first Bush took with Barack Obama. See, we don't know anything about this. This just came up on a site that I was looking at. I have no reason to uh, believe that it's not true because, yeah. you know, his mom married some guy named Soto. And I never made the connection when people were saying Barry Soto. I'm like, where did they get that from? That was Barack Obama's stepdad. Yeah. And the really? stepdad was partners with the first Bush, one of his businesses. Go ahead, Andrew. Really, it's amazing what we still don't know about Barack Obama because he came out of basically nowhere, and then the media never asked any questions. That's why uh, when Tucker had that guy on the other night, a lot of people were saying, oh, this is beneath Tucker. But uh, I'm glad that he gave that guy a platform to tell his story because if the left is going to believe someone like Eugene Carrere, Carrere I'm going to believe this guy that came out against Barack Obama on Tucker Carlson. If that's and, how, how they want to play, then uh, two sides of the aisle can both play that way. Well, here's the thing. You're, you're right. They want to say, oh, they're so beneath Tucker. But everyone that Tucker has interviewed, you guys don't like. But you look at when uh, they say it's beneath him to interview that guy. 
But then you look at Donald Trump's niece, whom he's never had anything to do with. Every time they want to know something about him, they'll roll her out as if though she knows the inner workings of Trump's family. And she doesn't, but she just makes it up. Another case in point, Eli Johnston, who was dating the governor of Alaska. What is her name? Uh, oh, man, I see her face right now, was dating her daughter. And whenever they wanted to talk about her, they would always roll the boyfriend out. I'm like, are you serious? He knows nothing about this family. Was it Sarah Palin? She's Sarah not Palin. Alaska anymore. Sarah, but... Yeah, Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin's daughter dated Levi Johnston. Levi Johnston knocked up Sarah Palin's daughter when they were like teenagers. And of course, Sarah Palin was running for the pre the vice president with uh, what is a guy's name? The 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 big. John McCain, who uh, got rest his soul, but we all know that John McCain was a, a loser. He was a rhino. Democrats never liked him. But upon his deathbed, they, they made him a martyr because he was against Trump. And I'm like, are you <laughs> – it just amazes me, Andrew, how Republicans fall for the, tr the tricks of Democrats. Yeah, he was Look a at, principled Republican. A principled Republican. Look at Mitt Romney. They don't Remember. like him. Look Oops. at how they treated him when he was running for office. But – Running for the presidency, but then all that was say, "Oh, we like him because he doesn't like Trump." Yeah, these are the Republicans that Democrats want us to like. People like uh, John McCain and Mitt Romney, but sadly for them, they're finding out that they're just not very popular. We saw that with Liz Cheney; uh, she lost her election in record numbers. Adam Kinzinger, the crybaby uh, guy, who's now a CNN pundit, who's just obsessed with Donald Trump. He didn't even run for office again because he was so unpopular. Uh, these rhino Republicans that the media likes trotting out just are not popular. The only reason Mitt Romney won was because President Trump endorsed him. Because Trump endorsed him. And remember when he thought, Mitt Romney, that Trump was going to make him Secretary of State. I mean, he, Trump played that so well. He had him to come to dinner. They took pictures together. Mitt was smiling. All the while, Trump knew. Of all his other picks, he knew that Mitt Romney was a rhino. He knew that Mitt could not be trusted. But Mitt thought, oh, he's going to pick me. I'm going to be the Secretary of State, and I'm going to fly all over, and of course I'm going to have my own agenda, and I'm going to turn people against Trump. So deceivious. But Trump played it well and said, nope, I'm not going to pick you. I am picking someone else, Mike Pompeo. And in my opinion, Mike Pompeo was the best Secretary of State, hands down, bar none, the best Secretary of State. But Mitt Romney thought he had it. But again, that just goes to these Republicans who they ingratiate themselves with the Democrats because they're doing the biddings for the Democrats. So of course, Democrats are going to say, oh, you're great and we love you. They did the same thing to John McCain. They hated John McCain. They hated his guts. They even said that he wasn't an American because he was born in the Panama Canal. I mean, all this stuff. And then they forget it. The Republicans forget it. And, well, we're going to try to be their friends. And I say that just to bring up the whole thing with the impeachment. We already hear rumblings in the, the Senate, but they're going to sit back and, no, we're not going to do it. We're, we're not going to impeach Joe. No, no, we're not going to even look. We're not going to even take it up. We're, we're, oh, no, no. And remember when they impeached Trump and Mitt Romney? Mitt Romney could have said, we are not going to even, we're not going to even entertain the articles of impeachment. We're not going to even look at them. So you don't have to worry about us voting on them. We're not going to look at them. But in the end, he decided we're going to look at them. Now, they voted on him, and it was voted down. But he had the power to say, we're not going to do it. And that would have been a huge slap in the face of the Democrats. 
Now, of course, the media said, oh, well, he has to. This has never been done before. This might throw us in a constitutional crisis. We're in a constitutional crisis with Joe Biden, who has dementia. We see it every day this man comes out. He was in Alaska the other day saying that he, after 9-11 at 20, 2001, that he was there. Yeah. That next day, Joe wasn't there. He lied. Yeah, just like he always lies. And he's a pathological liar. And for those weak Republicans, that's what I'm going to call them, that are coming out and saying, oh, uh, you're cheapening impeachment with this. Why are you doing this right before the election? Uh, the Democrats uh, already uh, cheapened the impeachment process, guys. This is not doing any harm to come out and get the evidence. As the American people, we should want to know the truth. And I'm glad that there's actually some uh, Republicans that push Kevin McCarthy into this inquiry. It wasn't easy. Kevin McCarthy, to get him to deliver on any of his promises, has been like pulling teeth. I mean, this guy said that he was going to get rid of the 87,000 IRS agents. He hasn't. Uh, there's a variety of things we could get, go through that he hasn't fulfilled that he promised. And finally, he is uh, coming through on this promise. But uh, to say that this cheapens the impeachment process, that's a joke. After what the Democrats have put this country through the past seven years, uh, this is well-deserved to the Bidens, who we all know are corrupt. We all know it's a crooked crime family. And uh, the Republicans are finally standing up, it appears. And it's not reciprocity. People will say, well, this is reciprocity. It's not. But even if it is, who cares? It's time that Republicans stand up. And then you have the people saying, as you mentioned, oh, they're going to put the country through this. Look at what they put the country through with Donald Trump, and they try to validate it. And then some would say, well, he deserved it. He brought this on himself. Okay, let's just look at the first impeachment. It was a perfect phone call, and now we know why he made that phone call. How interesting could it, is it that we're now in Ukraine? How could that be? Giving them billions of dollars, which is what they always wanted. And no one thinks that there's something strange about that. No, people will say, the average person will say, oh, no, there's something wrong with that. You know, we're trying to help them. What are we trying to help them do? Defend their borders. Oh, really? But what about our borders? What about the borders of uh, America? Oh, well, no, the, the, these are apples and oranges. And it's, it's really not apples and oranges. But see, the media has managed to indoctrinate the average American person. And Andrew, as I said before, these are educated people that can't see through this. They can't logically think through it. I mean, even if Trump is a bad man, as they want to say, what we're seeing that's happening, what we're going through, it's wrong. It's nonsense. They have weaponized the entire justice system to go after one man to keep him from running for the presidency. Well, not to keep him from running, but to keep him from being the president because they're afraid. So in essence, what they're saying is that you Americans can't vote, you don't know how to vote, and we're taking away your right to vote. We're taking away what's guaranteed in the Constitution. We're going to prevent you from voting. Now, they've always said that about black people. Oh, white people don't want, the, well, the Republicans don't want black people to vote. They're trying to mess up their votes. Well, look at what they're doing now. And they're using the justice system to do it. So that you can't vote for your candidate of choice because they feel as though the decision that you make is not the decision that they want. So what better way to stop you than to either remove him from the ballot box? We don't want him on the ballot box, period. 
just in case our warped up plans to indict him and to find him guilty doesn't work. Well, they've already indicted him, but just in case we don't get a conviction, that doesn't work. We'll remove him from the ballot boxes so that people then they can't vote for him. They're doing everything possible. And the only thing I would submit to you and say is, why are they doing that? If they are so righteous, if the truth is on their side, then let the truth prevail. But they can't do that because they're wicked and they're corrupt, just like Joe Biden, who has been that way since he entered into the, the, the Congress. Since he entered into government, he has plagiarized, he has lied, he has been caught on several occasions, he has created policies that directly impact black men, the black family. He has spoken out against Indian Americans. He has used racial tropes. He has supported Robert Byrd, and he said that was one of his biggest uh, influencers. Robert Byrd was a known segregationist, and of course he changed his life later on. Even Barack Obama said he went and he spoke to him. Now they're all on the hallelujah train. But when you look at what has happened, you look at what's happening here and how the media has been so successful in crafting these narratives that are fake, narratives that will destroy this country. And why? Because they want to keep power. And they have you all thinking that, oh, what they're saying is wrong. But if no man is an island unto himself, and if the Democrats want globalization, they're not getting it through this, because we're further isolating ourselves with these crazy ideas of 1,200 genders and diversity and equity, do you actually think the rest of the world is going to accept that? And that's how nations fall. That's how civilizations fall. Because while we're doing all this craziness, meanwhile, China is creating allies with other individuals that we've turned our backs on. Look at their money system bricks, and no one wants to talk about it. But we better wake up, and we better wake up fast, Andrew. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head, Rob. You guys are tuned in to After Dark with Rob and Andrew, which is available Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Central, or 6 p.m. on the West Coast. We'll be back with more After Dark with Rob and Andrew. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. 
Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Last half of the show. Impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. We already said, established rather, that there are Republicans in the Senate that are turning their nose up at this and saying, oh, we can't do this. And we, we got to be careful. If you're going to do this, you better be careful. Yeah. You got to be extremely careful. The day has finally come for the impeachment inquiry. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, you have to wonder uh, if this should have been done a long time ago or if Kevin McCarthy thinks this is going to save his job uh, going into 2024. Well, I was watching Matt Gates the other night, and he was coming out against Kevin McCarthy. He said that Kevin McCarthy needs to honor the agreement that they made at the beginning of the year. Because you got to remember, folks, that Kevin McCarthy had a difficult time. He almost didn't get the speakership because a lot of people felt that he wasn't ready for it. And I agreed because it was like another rhino. And now that he's there, he has talked a good talk, uh, trying to walk it. I, I do believe, because of course, Andrew, you and I have been saying for the for the longest, as soon as Joe Biden got into office, they should have impeached him. And that's what Marjorie Taylor Greene said. Impeach him. Why not? I mean, whenever there's impeachment, oh, do it. I don't care. Do it. That's what the Democrats did. Again, folks, you got to remember, they did not have an impeachment inquiry with Donald Trump. They, went, they moved immediately to impeachment. And then you had some feckless Republicans who jumped on board. I think it was Lisa Murkowski. She voted to remove Trump. I think... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Mitt Romney. You know, if we had legitimate Republicans, they would have already uh, primaried those guys the same way they primaried Liz Cheney. But see, a lot of Republicans did not like Liz Cheney. Kevin McCarthy tried to help her out. And there was someone else who went, I thought, and uh, tried to campaign for her. But she got out and that was good. But see, Republicans have got to start playing the long game, short game and the long game. And they should just kick these people out. If you don't go it our way, you, you got to get out. You have to be smart. You have to be savvy. So I see Jim James, uh, James Comer and Jim Jordan, what they're doing, and I commend them on it. But they will be met with opposition because people are going to say, we don't want to do this because this is going to empower. It's going to empower the uh, Democrats and it's going to really make them come out. and They're going to really vote against us. Well, they're voting against you now. That's not going to stop them. And then I hear people saying, well, if we got rid of him, we're going to be stuck with Kamala Harris. Uh, Really? We can vote her out also. She's an empty suit. Don't be afraid to go after her. But they need people who could stand up. And see, and that's the other thing. That's about making certain that you have a party that is diverse and a party that's really ready and willing to fight. Because if you guys are going to be afraid as white men, to call out Kamala Harris, then what the heck are you in office for? I look at, uh, what is his name? Uh, James Hawley. He will call you out. It does not matter. He does. He's like, uh-uh, I'm going to do it. And that's what you have to do. You can't be afraid. Because if you are, they're going to use that as a weakness. They see it as a weakness, and they're going to use it against you. Well, let's put Kamala up there. Because we know that no one is going to attack her, which is the same thing they're trying to do with what, what, what's her face. Michelle Obama. I hear them saying, well, if they get rid of Joe Biden, they're going to put Michelle. All this talk about Michelle. Folks, Michelle is not going to run. Michelle has thin skin. The only way she would run is if there's an agreement 
And they tell Republicans, you cannot attack her hard because she's a woman. And Andrew, do not doubt they would do that. Because as I said before, if you read the book by uh, Molly Hemingway, Rigged, you'll see that the Democrats had tied the Republicans' hands in Jersey, which reverberated across the different states, that Republicans could not go into polling sites. They agreed to that. Believe it or not, they agreed to it and wouldn't do it. So every election, Republicans would just sit on the outside and just, can we see, can you show us what we're doing? And this was thanks to some judge that implemented this. Thankfully, believe it or not, Barack, uh, when Barack Obama came into office, I think he retired the judge. But who would ever imagine that Republicans would allow such a – I mean, talk about voter suppression. That was voter suppression. Right. But they allowed it to happen. So don't doubt that if Michelle were to run and if they were to tell them, you can't attack her because she's a woman. And, and if you do, we're going to let everyone know that you're attacking this black woman. And Republicans, oh, we won't do it. We won't do it. And then they will sit back and allow her to do whatever she wants to do, say whatever she wants to say, and they will do absolutely nothing about it. And we cannot allow that to happen. Yeah, that would be a nightmare. I am so sick and tired of the Obamas as it stands. Could you imagine having to go through another four or eight years of these people with their egos that need their own zip code? I mean, these people are unbearable, and I could not take another four to eight years of the Obamas anywhere near the White House. I mean, it's bad enough we've got Joe Biden and his handlers are probably associated with Barack Obama as it is. So this is another four-year reign for Barack Obama as president. But to be honest with you, Andrew, I don't, I don't think she would run. I don't think she's going to run. I think it's just all talk. Like I said, unless they could assure her that Republicans aren't going to attack her, that's the only way she would run. Because she has really thin skin. Look at her books that she's written. The woman has extra thin skin. Okay. And they have become like the Clintons. People are getting sick and tired of them. But no one wants to say it because they're afraid. If we say that we don't like him, they'll say that we're racist. And no one wants to be called a racist. And, you know, I don't care. I'm black, and they still call me a racist because I don't believe a lot of the nonsense that they put out there, which makes no sense. So we need to call them out, and we need to say it the way it is. These people are crazy. They're absolutely crazy. So when they start saying, oh, Michelle, but Michelle, oh, that's, she's, she's their weapon. She, they're going to use her. And they might bring her out there. They're saying it because they want you to be afraid. They don't want you to call them out. They want you to just to go along with their agenda. And like I said, you will have some Republicans who will co-sign on it and say, okay, we won't do this and we won't say anything. Meanwhile, they'll say anything that they want about Republicans. Republicans are racist. Republicans are white supremacists. Republicans want to steal your, uh, your Social Security. Republicans want to kill your grandma. Look at the same thing with defund the police. It's Republicans. No. Now, think about this. If Republicans controlled the House, I mean, Democrats, and Republicans tried to do an impeachment, they would defund. Uh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to move forward. All the more reason Republicans need to stand together and stand at rank and say, it's an impeachment inquiry. Let's get the information out there. Why are they afraid of the truth? Why are people afraid of the truth? Yeah, and you can't let the Democrats keep pushing the narrative and keep pushing the lies. Like every four years, we hear the Social Security lie. Why would any politician run on taking people's retirement away? 
that just doesn't make any sense. They always take their comments out of context. Usually when you find a Republican saying something about taking away Social Security, it's almost always followed up by uh, they want to replace it with something better. But you always see that part edited out and you just hear them saying that they want to take away Social Security. Uh, and then Kamala Harris, I mean, this woman won't even answer a question straight. The other day I saw her interviewed and she refused to answer when a baby becomes a life and oh when uh, abortion uh, should be cut off. She said, oh, nobody really believes in um, ab abortion up until birth. Nobody really believes that. And then the reporter asked her, okay, then what's the cutoff? And Kamala Harris just refused to give an answer. This is typical political speak where they talk around the issues. The fact is um, Democrats support abortion up until birth. We all know this, but she knows that if she says that, it's going to be in a bunch of campaign ads and videos. She knows it. All the more reason the Republicans should run after her and say, look, this is the woman that you guys want. I have no fear that if they were to impeach him, if they were to put her there, she's she's she could easily be beaten, very easily beaten. Now, of course, they're going to rally all the black women and say, oh, she's one of you. She's she's your sister girl. And you guys need to stick behind her. And they will probably forget that she's put a lot of their sons and daughters and husbands in jail. and They'll do it. But she is beatable. And that's the way Republicans should look at this, that anyone they put against us, that person is beatable. If the game is played fairly, if the election is fair and square, their candidates are beatable. Why Republicans are afraid to look at it that way, why they're afraid to call them out, it's like they're, they, the Democrats have done something that have just made Republicans extremely afraid to call out this nonsense. Extremely afraid to say, wait a minute, none of this makes any sense. What you guys are telling us doesn't make any sense. We need to call this out for what it actually is. And it's nonsense. That's what it is. It's nonsense. So we should be going out there and saying, no, we have a winning ticket. We are the winners with this. We hold the truth. We have the truth. And then support this whole impeachment inquiry and make certain that what we need, that they start putting pressure on them to get the information. And you would think... You would think Rona McDaniel would say, hey, guys, let's use this. Let's strategize. How can we use this to better position our candidates? We know that Kamala is weak. How can we use this? Let's look and see who we have running. Let's look at some of our contestants that are running out there. Let's get rid of these old people like Mitch McConnell. Oh, hey, for all we know, she could be supporting her uncle, uh, Mitt Romney. But you guys do know that Mitt Romney is her uncle. I think her brother's daughter or something. We have so many weak Republicans that are there that are fighting against us, Andrew, when we're on the precipice of success. But some of them are looking at this and saying, oh, we can't do it. And they're trying to give their reasons. And I keep, I keep saying, don't think about that. Move forward, move forward, move forward, because Democrats don't care about you. They want to frighten you. They want you to be afraid. They want you to think that you can't do this. And if you do, they're going to go after you. But they're going after you already. <laughs> right. I would have That's to the say the first step is we have to get President Trump back into office. And from there, we can work on getting rid of some of these rhinos who will be up for reelection during President Trump's next run, uh, reign as president. I mean, you've got Mitt Romney that'll be up for reelection. 
I uh, believe uh, Mitch McConnell probably would be at that point. Uh, we could really look at replacing them, but we need to get President Trump in office first or else it's not going to make much difference if uh, Joe Biden or another Democrat wins again because it's just going to be uh, stagnant like it has been the past four years. I agree 100%. We definitely need to get him in office, or it would be the same thing that we're encountering right now, the exact same thing. And I wish that Republicans would like we'd say, we're going to change, but right? we're going to talk to some of our leadership team, talk to some of our members and say, look, you know, it's time for a change. It's time for you to release the reins and give it to someone else. And as we said before, let's go beyond the age, okay? Because we know that there are a lot of people that are out there that are of age, but they're of sound mind. Joe Biden isn't one of them. And I don't think Mitch McConnell is one of them. I think Mitch McConnell is challenged. And I think that you would, he would know it's time to step down because what, we, what you could do is put yourself in a situation whereby we don't have good candidates that are able to run. But will he do it? No, he's not going to do it because he's thinking about himself. He only wants himself there. He only sees himself and no one else. I've got to be there. I don't want anyone else there. It's my way or the highway. Now just imagine if we had a compliant Republican Party that was going after Joe Biden. Oh, man. I mean, I smell the blood in the water already. I, I want him out. I, I know people are saying we got to be careful because this could energize the Democrats where they're already energized. Yeah, imagine if the Republicans had the same passion about impeaching Joe Biden as the Democrats did President Trump. I mean, we would really be getting somewhere. But unfortunately, uh, what, 65 to 70 percent of the Republicans are sitting on their hands and are acting like they don't care because they don't care. They just rather the status quo continue as normal. We would definitely be getting somewhere if they had that same passion or else the same passion that Democrats had when they were trying to get rid of Trump or the same passion they had when they're trying to keep Trump from coming back into office. I mean, if Republicans were to turn that into going after Joe and supporting other candidates... When's the only time we saw him show passion was uh, <laughs> d- when they were trying to get Kevin McCarthy back in. Remember, they were about to exactly. hit Matt Gates a couple times. We're like, man, if only they would show this uh, kind of um, fury and passion against Joe Biden, we'd be in a lot better shape than we are right now. But we don't see that. We only see it when it uh, comes to helping out their buddies. And that's what I don't understand, because they'll have all that passion and getting rid of, of keeping uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Kevin McCarthy there, as opposed to saying, "Okay, let's 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 refocus." And why is it that people don't want him there? What hasn't he done? But you have all these little branches within the party that just are unwilling to work together. I think there's a visceral hate, and that's fine. We'll deal with that later. Let's get Trump in. Let's get Biden out, and they can make let it last. This impeachment inquiry, let it last as long as you want to. Take it through the elections. It's okay, or through whatever the trials. I mean, when they get ready to have a trial on Donald Trump, okay, let's do the trial impeachment inquiry. Let's call these people before the Hill and let them start testifying. Now, of course, the fake news media, they're not going to show it because they would just show Donald Trump's trial because they know it would be more interesting. And I, I, and I agree unless, of course, if they take Trump to trial and you say, that's fine, we're going to subpoena Joe Biden. Subpoena Joe Biden. We're going to subpoena Joe Biden. We're going to subpoena Barack Obama. 
Yep, bring him up here. He knows about it. Let's see, what did he know? Did you know about this? Did you know that Joe used all these aliases? Did you know he had his son on the plane with him? I mean, we've got to go scorch earth, Andrew, because that is the only way we're going to get to the truth. And we have to play the game the same way the Democrats are playing it. And I don't want to hear, well, if we do this to Barack Obama, the next president, they're going to do the same thing. Well, yeah, you're truthful. They could possibly do the same thing. And you know what you got to do to avert that? Make certain that we keep Republicans in office. Plain and simple. It's not rocket scientists. Stop being afraid and just say, we need to devise a plan. They're going to devise a plan. We need to do the same thing. And we need to stick together. If they're going to let in that knucklehead from Pennsylvania, who is a screwball, (laughs) and then Fetterman, and then let in Joe Biden, who has dementia, then Republicans need to say, hey, let's just bite the bullet. And we're going to do the exact same thing, plain and simple. We're not going to deviate because that's the only way we can win. We need to show them that we can fight. And I would say, say to you again. If Putin is going to come out and call out this administration and call out our government as to what we're doing, it's shameful and it's embarrassment. And we must be doing something wrong, Andrew, if we have someone like Putin who's going to come out and call all of this out. Shame on America. Yeah, it's shameful that Vladimir Putin can see and call out what our own mainstream media refuses to call out even though it's obvious for everyone to see and putin's just another one who points that out we're all out of time tonight thank you all for joining us on this episode of after dark with robin andrew on america out loud which is available on our iheart radio channel monday through friday at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central or 6 p.m on the west coast you can also Get the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you stream. Or you can always go to AmericaOutloud.news. We'll see you guys next time. And remember, stand for something or fall for nothing.